beautiful. That's what comes to mind when we think about our human design and we're progressively exposed to the perfection of God's original design. Our lives begin to reflect that beauty. Your life is His design, and His design is beautiful. Thank you for engaging with us as we are about to be further exposed to the beauty of His design as we look into the world to see Jesus. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1. And then we will read also verse 31 of 1 Corinthians 12. And then we will read Ephesians 4, 7, and 8. All right, let's read together one to go. Okay, you know, I, I like, no, stay in verse 1, just stay in verse 1. You know, I, I like us to read slowly. You guys are so fast. I understand that this is Lagos. And everything, is, everything happens, you know, sharp, sharp. But just indulge me for a bit and just read it slowly. As slowly as, as possible, amen? Can we try all right, let's try. Want to go? Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Glory to God. All right, let's read verse 31 together. Verse 31 together, same book, same chapter, verse 31. 31. Okay, let's read together. One to go. Covet earnestly the best gifts, and I show you a more excellent way. You are in for something good this morning. All right, Ephesians 4, 7 to 8. Let's read that, and then we will go. Ephesians chapter number 4 from verse 7 to 8. All right, let's read together. Want to go? But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of Christ. All right, let's read again. Verse 7. Just stay there for a bit. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wait. Every one of us? Everyone? You sure? Everybody, including you. Really? Okay. With your hair like that. <laughs> Everyone. Are you sure? With your jeans like that. Really? Okay. Okay. Verse, verse 8. All right. Wherefore, he's. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Uh huh. How many gifts? Gifts. Praise God. Are you a man? <laughs> Are you a man? <laughs> Some people don't know how to answer. Spirit of living God, thank you for your love. You are gracious and you are kind. 
we honor you and our hearts and our minds are open to receive your word right now thank you for your love for us you have given me clarity of speech utterance you've given me wisdom to rightly divide your word and we decree that your people are blessed and we receive manifold wisdom this morning instruction direction and your gifts are in operation in this meeting this morning in Jesus holy name we declare Amen. whilst you're still standing I want us to just do something last week I couldn't be here and Dr. Oye stood in for us we didn't get that right you know they say that when you're married to a general by default you're a general as well when you're when you're married to a pastor by default you're a pastor <laughs> whether we ordain you or not and i mean i'm saying this sincerely nk sent some of the videos to me and i was blown away you know i was so blown away i was so blessed you know you you thought with so much power I, I didn't have to be here to feel the energy in the room and church can we just honor interesting thing about that meeting was that I literally told her the night before that is I told her around 10 p.m. that she was preaching on Sunday morning you see let me tell you we like to be organized but there are times that things come up you know and I told her 10 p.m. <laughs> at first I had joked about it in the afternoon but I still thought I was going to be in the service and then by the time it dawned on me, I wasn't going to be in the service at about 10 p.m. I told her she just went to sleep. <laughs> she slept off. You know, and what a storm you preached last week. Thank you. Let's just say thank you. Praise God. You may be seated. Hallelujah. All right. God has something beautiful for you this month. I said, let me repeat that in case you didn't hear me. God has something beautiful for you this month. If you've hung around me for a bit, you know that I am not a traditional pastor. In other words... December is supposed to be the time we talk about the manger, we talk about the three men, you know, from the east, yeah? And then we talk about wrapping your gifts and Christmas trees. And you know, believe me, let me just tell you, um, as a church, we're going there where you're going to see, oh, you know, 
I mean, you come in, you think you're in Disney. Maybe much more. It's going to be glorious. You know, but um, I'm not that guy. I'm not the guy to do the traditional stuff. It, it even gets me angry. <laughs> and then, interestingly, the Spirit of God in me cooperates with me. <laughs> you know, so um, you'd notice as we go on, you, you'd see how this year is going to close out. It's, it's powerful. So, while I was meditating on what the months would be, the Spirit of God said to teach on the gifts of the Holy Ghost. You see, you guys are not happy, eh? Come on, rejoice. Glory to God. And you will see how it connects. Just, just sit down and watch. You'll see the connection in a bit. So, let's, let's start to teach. Love walked here. This is the beginning of a new series. And I want to just unveil it and listen. Let me, hello. You know that God loves you, right? That you are in this service today is one of the demonstrations of the Father's love for you. I'm serious. As you will find in a bit. God loves you. Say it, God loves me. me. Say, the Father loves me. me. So, Loved Walked Here is a series that speaks about the incarnation of Christ and the purpose for which that incarnation took place. Now, you, some of you would be amazed how we get to speak about the manifestations and the gifts of the Spirit in December. It's not as though there's, a, there's any time of the year that is stipulated it should be taught. But, I mean, just bear with me, it's happening now. Okay? Not only is it happening now, it's for your benefit now. And beyond that, so as I was meditating, I felt the Spirit of God say, you know what? We want people to see certain things and enjoy certain things, and I would explain. So Christmas, as we know it, is the time for people to visit friends, eat chicken, probably take a vacation, travel somewhere, you know, go to the mall, go to the movies, wrap your boxes, your gifts, you know, give to friends, and all of that. It's also the celebration of the birth of Jesus. You know, the birth of Jesus. And everybody's excited about it. And I love Christmas. You know, I love Christmas because of the air. You know, everything just feels different. You know, Hamatan smell. <laughs> you know, the smell of the dust. Everything is just different. You know, I just like it. Um, and as I was meditating, the Spirit of God said, look, it's time for us to get into the tangibles. Amen? Get into the tangibles. In other words, Jesus did not just come to just give you a nice good feeling. You finish celebrating Christmas. You sing silent night. Ding dong merrily. You know, you just sing all of that. You, you, you light your candles and all of that. And then when you're done, everybody just goes home. There's more. And I want to share the more. 
All right, so Jesus himself said, I go and I send you Alos Paracletos. He said so. I'm going away and I'm going to send you another comforter. The comforter is going to be with you. It's going to guide you into all truth. It's going to lead you in everything, remind you of the things that I have spoken to you. So we dare say that the essence of, of Christmas is the manifestation of the Spirit. We dare say that. You know, and this is the time for God's people more than ever before to come into the tangible experience. Not just Christmas, but to come into the tangible experience of why we have Christmas. Christmas will not be Christmas if your experience does not change. Do you understand what I'm saying? It wasn't just for the lights. It wasn't just for the... You see, we have the real substance. We have the essence. All right? And it's important that we explore that essence that we have. Can we say amen? Amen. So, love walked here, incarnated Christ, for the purpose of bringing you and I into the experience of the gifts of the Spirit. Now, 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 1. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, remember I have told you that the very reason why Jesus came was to demonstrate his, the love of the Father towards you, to make it foolproof, to bring it to reality, and then to bring you into an experience. Do you understand what I'm saying? Bring you out of darkness into his marvelous light, bring you out of bondage into an experience. It's that experience I want to teach about all through the month of December. And then at the end of the month of December, we're going to have a meeting called Flow River Flow. Oh boy. Now, now, now listen here. Every one of us, every one of us, this is, a, this is a training school all through the month. Every one of us will enjoy the manifestation of the gifts of the Holy Ghost. Amen? Including you. Okay, so... Let's start. It says, now concerning spiritual gifts, I do not want you to be ignorant. Isn't it amazing that that which Paul says people should not be ignorant about is actually what people are ignorant about? Amazingly. It's, it's crazy. It says, I don't want you to be ignorant. Concerning spiritual gifts, I do not want you to be ignorant. Meaning, I want you to know. Interestingly, that's what people are ignorant about. The very thing he says not to be ignorant about, that's exactly, verse 1, just stay in verse 1. That's exactly what people are ignorant about. Now, the other thing is that you know that to be ignorant of something is to simply ignore it. Ignorance is simply to ignore. To be ignorant of something, all you have to do is just ignore it. Why do people ignore it? It sounds mystical. It sounds too, you understand? It, the moment people can't explain something and it's mysterious. And religion is added to it. They'll just ignore it. That's the reason why, when last has some people opened the book of Revelation? Do you understand? Like, too much, <laughs> too much stuff going on. Just leave it. But I'm telling you that you're ignoring it 
does not mean it's not important. So he says, concerning spiritual gifts, I do not want you to be ignorant. In other words, I do not want you to ignore it. The reason why you, people seem to be ignorant about spiritual gifts is because they are ignoring it. And the reason why they are ignoring it is because it seems too high and lofty. It, you know, and let me tell you, the reason why they are ignoring it is because they are ignorant about it. Now, how are they ignorant about it? They're, they're thinking so many things about it that it is not. For example, I am not qualified. For example, it is not my type. For example, I need to fast 40 days. For example, I need to separate myself. You're already separate. Yes. I need to separate myself and be holy. You're already holy. So there are many things that people are ignorant about concerning spiritual gifts. And we want to demystify all of those things. Can we say amen? amen. Now let's look at the last verse, 31. Thirty-one. It says, this is, these are instructions. You see, the first one says, concerning spiritual gifts, I do not want you to be ignorant. Then this is another instruction. It says, but convert earnestly the best gifts. In other words, desire it earnestly. Covet earnestly. Desire it earnestly. You know, people say, I covet that grace. I covet that car. I covet this. I covet that. Paul is saying, desire earnestly spiritual gifts. Now, let me tell you, look at me. Look at me. What, I'm, what you are hearing this morning will change your life. Amen. I'm telling you, I'm aware. I'm sure. It will change your life. Now, it says, desire earnestly the best gifts. And then he now goes on to say, and yet I show unto you a more excellent way. Now, first of all, what is desire earnestly the best gift? Are there gifts that are better than the other? Which one is best? Okay? Are there gifts that are, is one gift better than the other? Why is he saying desire the best gift? I'll tell you. It, you know, because this looks like it's telling you, you can't have all. You can only have some. No, the best gift is the best gift that fits the occasion. The best for the occasion. For example, you can't take a... Okay. If you're going to a dinner, there is a dinner gown for dinner. Do you understand? If you're going to a dinner, there's a dinner gown. It doesn't mean that the dinner gown is better than your jeans. It's just the outfit that best suits the occasion. You understand what I'm saying? So when it says desire earnestly, covet earnestly the best gift, what it's saying is desire to see in manifestation the best gift for whatever occasion that you're in. Amen. Amen. So say this with me. I have got the Holy Ghost. He is for me. He lives in me. I have his gifts. Praise God forevermore. So Desire earnestly the best gifts, and then he says, I'll show you a more excellent way. Now go to chapter 13 and verse 1. Chapter 13 and verse 1. Let's read together, everybody. Want to go? So you know that that word charity there is love. 
So what then is the more excellent way to the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit, the revelation of God's love? The revelation that God loves you is how you manifest the gifts of the Spirit. Praise God. Okay. So now let's go into, these are just, I'm giving you Tospeel. <laughs> How have you ever played table tennis? This is the Tospeel part. Now now message is that. Ephesians 4 and verse 7. Ephesians 4 and verse 7. Now let's read together, I want to go. Okay, great. So it says, but unto every one of us is giving grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Now, the first thing that I want you to know, let's, let me name the nine, okay, all the nine spiritual gifts, all right? Let's start. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, uh-huh. Hmm? Let's go down. <laughs> Let, let, let me help you. 1 Corinthians 12. Start from verse 7. 1 Corinthians 12. Let's start from verse 7. I want to establish something by showing you, and then I'll say a couple of things that are very important, and then I will start to teach. Meaning, I've not started teaching. I'm doing introduction. <laughs> but, let's read together. I want to go. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit you. Whoa. You know, he started in verse 1 by saying, I don't want you to be ignorant of, about this. In other words, what Paul is saying, business people, business, what Paul is saying is, I don't want you to be ignorant of something that profits you. Business people, you understand what that means? If something can bring profit, business people are focused. In fact, not just business people, all people. Do you understand what I'm saying? So Paul is saying, don't be ignorant about it because it's for your profit. And I'll show you how it's for your profit in a bit. Let me explain. This is the reason why you should sit in this class and really, really learn. What I'm teaching you is the difference between sometimes life and death. Listen to me. You hear me? What I'm teaching you right now, I'll show you. I'll show you. I came prepared. What I'm teaching you right now can be the difference between life and death. It can be the difference between somebody getting on a bus that has an accident and they die and somebody not getting on that bus. It can be the difference between somebody getting on a plane that, that crashes and not. Hear me. Oh. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why, that's why you must, everything I'm about to share with you, you must believe is for you. You must believe it works in you. You must believe you're not disqualified from it. You must believe, it. I'm telling you. So you, you sit down in church, you hear a good Christian has just passed away. A good Christian has just died in, a, in an auto crash and all of that. And you're wondering, ah, how? Why? That person is a beautiful Christian now. Is this thing I'm about to teach you. Amen? Amen. Is this thing? It says for your profits. For your profit, meaning every single, and there are more than nine gifts of the Spirit, and I'll show you it during the course of this teaching. But everything is for your profit. 
either profits to save you from something or profits to save you from you understand or profits to bring you into an experience or profit boisha for your profit the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man you don't say every good man he did not say every man that has dotted their eyes and crossed their T. He says every man, every born again person, every person. Actually, listen, not just born again people, but every man on earth. Because redemption is for all men. So the gifts of the spirit is also for all men. But only believers have signed up their parts. And only believers are experiencing this part. But it's, for, it's available for everybody. I guess what I'm saying. Now it says, for your prophets. Listen to how the thing flowed. Jesus came, was incarnated. You know, I've shared this before in this church. Jesus came for the purpose of dying. The moment he became flesh, he knew he was going to die. The death he died was so that you can have access to the Holy Ghost. Now, the Holy Ghost is your personal Holy Ghost. It's not church Holy Ghost. It's your personal Holy Ghost. To guide you into all truth. In other words, to aid you as you, as you navigate through life. So don't leave that thing behind. The proof that love walked here is that Holy Ghost lives in you. The proof that love walked here is that the Holy Ghost now lives in you. Do you understand this? Good. So it's given to every man for their profit. Verse 8. Say this with me. I profit, I profit. By, the Holy Ghost. by the Holy Ghost. Say it again. Say I profit, I profit. By, the Holy Ghost. by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Now let's read. It says, for to one is given what? By the Spirit, word of wisdom. And to another, by the same Spirit, Word of knowledge, right? By the same Spirit, right? Good. Next verse. To another what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And to another what? All right. By the same Spirit. Uh-huh. Next verse. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Stop for a minute. You see this discerning of Spirit? I'll show you something in a bit. Amen. All right, let's continue. To another what? No, 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 go back, go back, go back. You're jumping too much. <laughs> quick, quick. Go back, verse 10. All right, to another what? Diverse kinds of tongues. To another what? Interpretation of tongues. Verse 11. But all these walketh that one and self same spirit, dividing to every man, severally as he will stop you see so it says not to be ignorant about it now if you follow the conversation so far it looks as though including this one it looks as though it is as he wills as he likes until you look at the the um, greek word as he wills actually means as his manner is that's in other words that's the way he is not he likes this one, he does not like this one. So he's going to give this one and not give this one. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's available to every man. So we've seen all the, the gifts of the Spirit. Now let's go to Ephesians 4. In verse 7. It says, 
But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ has apportioned it. Let me read it from the King James. Verse 7. It says, But unto every one of us is given grace to the measure of the gift of Christ. How many people have received grace? Everyone. According to what measure? To the measure of the gift of Christ. Now stop for a minute. It tells you that Christ is a gift. There's a gift of Christ. Christ is a gift. Christmas. The gift of Christ. We are celebrating the gift of Christ. But I'll tell you to what end. Next verse. What is the end of this gift? Verse 8. Wherefore, he said, when he ascended up on high. Who? Jesus. Ascended up on high. He led what? What was the purpose of this gift? To give gifts unto men. Amen. amen. Are you a man? You are an amen. <laughs> Ignorant, don't worry, don't laugh. <laughs> but, but do you understand what I'm saying? So let's go back to verse 7. The first thing that you notice here is this, and you know, interestingly, as I was studying, even commentaries were missing it. So it was so painful. Like, even commentaries were wrong. I'm like, no, you're wrong. That's not what he's saying. Because the commentaries were saying that what he's saying is that, you know, the measure here is apportionment. NIV says the apportionment. In other words, you take your own grace gifts. You, this is your own portion. You, this is your own portion. You, this is your own portion. That's not what he's saying. He says every man, every man, thank God, he says, every one of us has received a grace gift according to the measure of the gift of Christ. In other words, what that, that word measure is size. Do you understand? Size or portion. Or, so what he's saying here is that everyone, listen, you know, everyone received a grace gift according to the size of Christ. Oh boy. Oh boy. According to the portion of Christ. Now let me ask you. Christ was giving in measures. No, wait. Now, Christ was giving in halves. No, they gave version 1. Then later gave version 2.0. Then later upgraded to version 3.0. What was, how was Christ giving to you? In the fullness. The fullness of Christ has been given to you. Christ came not in portions, not in beats, not in bite sizes, not in version 1.0, version 2.0. All of you software developers, he doesn't do in version. He was given in full, full measure. So what he's saying, according to the measure of the gift of Christ, he's saying the way Christ was giving, what measure was Christ giving to us in his fullness? The other measure in his abundance. In other words, for God so loved the world and gave the gift of Christ to the measure of his love. So the gift of Christ is actually to the measure of the Father's love. Amen. Now, one thing is important. It says, for every one of us, question, does it include you? Wait, you with your history. Wait, church, talk to me. You with your history. You with your, with your past. 
you with your craziness. You that got angry this morning. Hmm? You that still have things you are working on. You know, people live their lives as though God is also in a faith project with you. No, God is not in a faith project with you. You are in a faith project with yourself. You understand? Oh boy, this is powerful. You are in a faith project with yourself. Because next month now, you write resolution. You write, you write another New Year resolution that will finish in two weeks. We understand that. God is not in a faith project with you. God lives in his finished work. <laughs> you understand? And God invites people to a finished work. Do you understand what I'm saying? God is not saying, okay, come with me. I'll take you on a faith project journey where you'll be developing, developing. No, that's you. Now, guess what? God gives his gifts according to his finished work. (laughs) Oh, you see, here's the point. People say, oh, you're you're still growing. You can't handle it yet. That's for you. You There are things that the Father will not give you yet until he knows you can handle it. Keep quiet. He's He's not... do you understand? He's not your earthly father. Okay. If there were things he couldn't give me because I can't handle it, why finish the work? Do you understand? Finish it progressively as I grow. Do you understand? Finish it as I develop. So as I develop, you finish. As I develop, you finish. When you see that I've caught up, then you do another one. No, it is finished. I started from a finished work. You understand? I started from finished ground. It is this not yet, not yet, grow into something. You have not yet arrived. You have to grow into something that is, that is, that is paralyzing a lot of believers. That is paralyzing them. People, are, they can't move because they, they think they are not yet grown. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. I'm available to you. Some people even say, burn me on the altar. Which altar? <laughs> burn me, you. <laughs> if they burn you on the altar, your smoke will not go anywhere. <laughs> your sacrifice will not go past this window. Burn you on the altar. You'll be, you'll be smelling of ashes. That's why you did not go to the cross. He did. Yes. Say, make me an incense. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me just stop because my rasness is about to start <laughs> coming out. So I need to hold it. Are you, do you understand what I'm saying? So according to the measure, see, I like this. When I saw I love this scripture. Every man. You know, one of the things that I know that we will do as a people is to keep assuring you of what Christ has done. Do you understand? Every man has been given all right, grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Now, pause for a minute. Let me ask you a question. What was this that was given to you? Grace or the gifts of the Spirit? Which one? Grace. Oh. Now, let me ask you. What price did you pay for grace? You paid price for grace you see, let me tell you why church folks are limiting themselves. Hmm? They keep, you see, prophecy. 
You understand? And then you give the interpretation. Many people think that that's bigger than grace. It's not. In the equation, grace is always bigger. Are you getting what I'm saying? Grace is always bigger. So now, everyone. So when we now start to ask the question, you now see how stupid people's thoughts are. How many people are qualified for the grace of God? Everybody, right? Including you, right? Now, when it comes to the manifestation of the Spirit, look at what they do. They say, let the elders show up here. And let the children show up here. All you children, you are not qualified. Go to children's class. All you elders, mature men in the faith. Ah, you people are the ones that the Lord is using. The question I want to ask you is, who was grace giving to? Everyone. Stop magnifying what you understand. Start from the right place. Everyone was giving grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. In other words, Christ is a gift. The way Christ was given to the world is the measure with which grace has been given to the world. Not that it is in portions. So Christ as a gift was given to the world and the measure with which he was given is the measure that, you know, of, of grace that you have received. Thank you. Next verse. It's getting clearer. So, wherefore he said, this is why the gift was given. Wherefore he said, when Christ ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and then gave gifts to men. So, the first thing, this is how we interpret this scripture now. The first thing that everyone has received is grace. Now, now that you have received grace, you have received the grace gifts. It's called charisma gifts. You understand? Because you have grace, you have received grace gifts. I like that it is not law gifts. Or performance gifts is a grace gift. In other words, the same way you did nothing to earn the grace of God, that's the same way you do nothing to come into the manifestation of the Spirit. Absolutely nothing. Say amen. amen. Hey, church, say amen. amen. Absolutely nothing. Church, what did you do to come into the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ? Nothing. What did you do? You only believe and you receive. And then you have entered. Abby, that's the same way you do nothing other than believe to manifest the gifts of the Spirit. And I'm showing you something. Can we say amen? Amen. Church, can we say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So it says, wherefore he ascended on high, all right? He led captivity captive, and then he gave gifts to men. So look at me. The essence of Christmas, the essence of, you know, the birth of Christ, the incarnation of Christ, is so that you can come into the gifts of the Spirit. The manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. In other words, Jesus came not to give you an ordinary religion, where you are ordinary, just moving around ordinarily. No. Jesus came to bring you into the manifestation of the gifts. Amen. 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 All right, let me show you something. I like the way all of you are. 
are looking at me. Let's go to the book of Acts. I want to show you something. I said something a few moments ago that I want to validate. Acts chapter number 21 from verse 11. The book of Acts chapter number 21 from verse 11. This is probably one of the most important truths that you have to know in all your life. I'm telling you, all your life. Now let's, let's read together, want to go. And when, let's read together, want to go, everybody, want to go. Uh huh. Next verse. And when we heard this thing, yeah. both we and they of that place besought me not to go up to Jerusalem. Next verse. Then Paul answered, uh-huh. What we need to weep and to break my heart. Mm-hmm. For I am ready not to be bound only, uh-huh. but also to die at Jerusalem uh-huh. for the name of the Lord Jesus. Great. So stop for a bit. Stop for a bit. Here is something going on here. Something is happening here. Agabus, a man named Agabus. You look at it in the book of Acts chapter number 21. I don't, I don't, I don't want to take us through everything so you can read it when you get home. A man named Agabus, a prophet in Acts chapter number 21. They were having deliberations. So there was Agabus, there was Paul, and there was the other people. Okay? And they were having conversations. And Paul is getting ready to go into Jerusalem. And then Agabus takes Paul's belt and uses it to tie his hands and his feet. And then says, this is the way that the person who owns this belt is going to be tied in Jerusalem. He would be arrested and he would be tied like this. In other words, he was telling him, look, don't go. Now, if we go to verse 12, let's, let's go to verse 12, please. And when we heard these things, so when they heard what was going to happen to Paul, we and the people of that place besought Paul not to go up to Jerusalem. Now, look at Paul's response. Next verse, 13. Then Paul answered, what mean ye weep to break my heart? All right, for I am ready... Not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So stop. Now listen to what's going on here. A, a word of knowledge has just come about what's going to happen, about the danger that Paul is going to get into. It was not just a word of knowledge, it was also a discerning. Hello everybody. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It was also a discerning of what was going to happen on that trip. And that the fact that he was going to be arrested and put in jail. Now, when Paul heard what was happening, he didn't care. Paul says, I don't care. I'm already, I've, I've already died. In other words, I've already given up my life for the cause of Christ. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to die and to, for the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul did not care. But it wasn't that... He was blind. It wasn't that the word of knowledge did not come. Hello, church. It wasn't that the word of knowledge did not come. Neither was it that the discernment did not happen. 
It was that Paul who was the recipient didn't care. You understand? He was already a dead man in the sense that he had already given up everything for the cause of Christ. So he was ready to die. He didn't care. What if you care? Hello? What if you care? What if you care? <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, let me say what I said again. It's not as if Paul was entering Jerusalem blind, not knowing what was going to happen. And then all of a sudden, something just wraps him and they just arrest him. And no, he wasn't blind. He was aware. The word of knowledge had come. The word of the discerning of spirit has, had come to guide him into the conversation. Paul was just not bothered. Meaning if Paul was bothered, he could have said, oh, you know what? Based on this information, based on this intelligence report, another good Jerusalem. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? He has been guided by the Spirit. He's been led by the Spirit. Yeah. What's happening to believers today? They wake up. They are surprised. The deed has already happened. You're not using intelligence. It's DNA. You're not, you're not, it's kin to you. It's your gift. That's why I said this thing can be the difference between life and death for many. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because some of you, the Spirit of God can begin to tell you, start working out now. Now. I get something? Now. Now. Some, I, who, who is that word of knowledge for? Now, start working out. Something is about to happen in two weeks. Get working out now. And then you have the urgency like that. And for some of you, it's pray now. Now, 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 now. Don't pray now. Now. You know what's happening? A lot of believers are living their lives like they don't have help. They're living their lives like blind. Blind, like blind. So imagine, this is where I'm going to. Imagine that there was no word of knowledge, no discernment. Paul just entered into Jerusalem and he was arrested. You now say, ah, but why do bad things happen to good people? Bad things happen to good people because good people are not discerning to leading. Listen to me. I'm telling you. Good people are not responding to leading. That's why it looks like bad things are happening to good people. And I said on my status that God would be a bad father, all right, to have a, a highly volatile spiritual world and leave you without spiritual gifts. It's a spiritual world too spiritual for you not to have spiritual gifts. So somebody has to teach you how to activate it. It's there. You just have to start walking in it. Uh, listen, let me say it again. This world is too much of a volatile spiritual world for you to live in this life without spiritual gifts. So this Christmas, let this be what you go into the world with. I've got gifts. I guess what I'm saying? And now we use them. Now our eyes are open. We discern when there's danger. The Spirit of God. And listen, it's not, it's, it's not the one that will start to torment you. Anything that torments you is not of God. You know, because some people, they, they move from discernment to spooky. Hey, 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 mm. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know where, what you're, 
I don't know what you're drinking. It's not the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you know, they start behaving funny. Uh-uh. That's not what I'm saying. I get what I'm saying. You didn't see any spookiness, any, you know, you didn't see any of that. Oh, the one whose belt, just took a belt, and says the one who owns this belt is going to be arrested in Jerusalem. And Paul says, I don't care. Guess what? In verse 27, put verse 27 up. Put verse 27 up. I'm showing you the direction so that you understand how this thing works. Let's read together. I want to go. Yep. 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 Was he a surprise? He, as he entered Jerusalem, exactly what was revealed is what happened. He was arrested. Now, listen, the peculiarity of how he that the people will be stirred up and uh, is not important. The fact is that somebody is going to stir up something, you will be arrested. Don't go. They tried to plead with him, don't go. And he said, no, I am already, you understand, his own was for a good cause. I'm already sold out to the cause of Christ, so I'll go anyway. But we see the thing play out. He was arrested. Now the question is, what if he didn't know? What if Paul was just blind? Oh, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. That, now what I'm, I'm, I'm saying to you is, you get to a point where your, vi- your passport is not what's telling you where to go. Mm, okay, let me talk to these people. You know, I'm talking to you now by the Spirit. You get to a point in your life hmm, where you don't belong a slave. You don't, you're no longer a slave to your visa. Some of you, some people, not, yeah, some people, the only reason why they want to go to America is to quickly use that visa before it expires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you can discern by the Spirit that that trip is not for you. In other words, let the visa expire. The earth is still the Lord's. Wow. Yes. And the fullness thereof. The Spirit of God will lead you. Hello, church. This thing I'm telling you, it will help you in making business decisions. You're bound to go into a deal uh-uh, on the inside. And I'm saying you've got it. You just have to be trained in the release of it. But you've got it. It's a grace gift. Grace is available to everyone. So is the gift. <laughs> and this is the first foundation. The proof that love works here is that people have gifts. Oh, let me say that to you. The proof that love walked here on earth is that people have the gifts of the Spirit. That people cease to be ordinary men and women. Just floating around, you know, like a felele ball. Everywhere. Like, once the wind moves you this way, you have moved. And then the wind moves you this way, you have moved. Everywhere. You know, no, no discernment. You know, Christians are as blind as unbelievers. Christians, believers, are as blind as unbelievers. When I say blind, blind as a bat. They don't know what's coming. (laughs) They didn't see it coming. No, sir. We move from, this is it. Let me tell you, this is what I'm talking about. We move from, we enjoy, the reason why we enjoy all of the provisions of God's love and we celebrate the love of God is part of it is that we release the gifts. There are some signs that this world needs to see. And we have it. I'm not trying to tell you to go and walk it up. 
I'm saying you have it, use it. Come into the understanding that you have it and use it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So by the Spirit, you just know that that's, that's not a place to go. And you know we can use intelligence even for traffic in Lagos. Precious. I'm t- listening. I'm telling you. Don't, don't just look at me like the gifts of the Spirit so that your life will be easy. Okay, let me ask you. Okay, everybody look up at me. You will soon see the intelligence of what I'm saying. So somebody in the U.S., in Silicon Valley, created a map for you to avoid traffic. And then the Holy Ghost can't do better inside you. You have something you're not using. Just say you're not using it because you're ignorant. It's inactive. But GPS inside is stronger than GPS outside. Yes, sir. So as you are getting ready to start driving, Holy Ghost, activate it. What routes to take, precious Holy Ghost. And let me tell you, in the early days of your stuff, you might miss it. You see, that's the problem. The problem is that people are, they are sad when they miss it. Instead of rejoicing that they have it. Oh boy. Do you understand what I'm saying? So in the early days of your leaning on the Holy Ghost, and the power of God is here, thank you Lord Jesus. Leaning on the Holy Ghost, and activating his muscles and his skills at working you, sometimes you might miss it. So you get out, you know, and you get traffic. And you, oh, precious, okay, okay, I'm learning. You're learning how to use what you've got. But that you met a brick wall does not mean you don't have it. You have an intelligence system that is bigger than the intelligence of Nigeria. I get what I'm saying. So they told him. Now, if Paul was interested in being delivered from that situation, all we just do is, I'm not showing up anymore. Oh, what happened? I've got intelligence. Intel. Intel says, no. Do you understand? And then you're walking, you're led by the Spirit. Rejoice, everybody. Say, I've got the gifts of the Holy Ghost. Hello, church. Say, I've got the gifts of the Holy Ghost. I have one more proof, but I'm going to leave it for the, for the rest of the year. <laughs> Amen. So the Bible says he gave gifts to men. He gave gifts to men. When he ascended up, up on high, he gave gifts to men. Now, let's, let's quickly establish some things. Okay? Shall we? Uh-huh. Let's establish some things. Turn your Bibles to the book of Luke chapter number 11 and verse 13. Luke chapter number 11 and verse 13. Let's read together. One to go. If ye then be evil, uh-huh. know how to give good gifts unto your children. Uh-huh. How much more shall your heavenly Father give you Holy Spirit to them that ask thee? Now, what is this year? Good what? What is this year? Good gifts. What is this year? So the Holy Ghost is a good gift. Yes, if you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to you, how much more will the Father give the gift of the Holy Ghost to you? It's a good gift. It's a gift. Yes, Listen first. Many people are waiting to manifest the gifts of the Spirit 
without knowing that the Holy Ghost himself is a gift to you. <laughs> so I want to use an example. Amen. Amen. This is a phone case. It has the latest iPhone. I'll show you plenty of scriptures. Plenty. Just chill. Just relax. Are you having fun? Yes, sir. Are you being blessed? Yes, so this is the new iPhone 14. No, I don't want to use iPhone. I don't like it. I like other brands. You know why I don't like iPhone? I don't know what has happened to the new one now, the iPhone 14. But does he have charger? The new one. The new iPhone. Does he have charger? Why sell me a phone for heaven's sake? That does he have charger? I know they buy. Say rip off. You are not good. This is not the revelation of the generosity of our father. How, about, how can you produce phone, not put charger, charger? I know they buy, I know they buy. That's my grouse with, with Apple. Anyway, so, because I wanted to use them now, and then, then there's not too much stuff in the Apple, except the phone, so I cannot use them. <laughs> eh? Samsung, eh? Well, anyway, Samsung. Now, Samsung, this is a Samsung phone, okay? So, I take the Samsung pack, everything, phone, everything, and then I give it to Dukpe. I say, Dukpe, take. This is a gift to you. When you open the phone and you see a charger there, is it yours? Yes, Wait now. Talk. Is it yours? Yes, sir. If you open it and you see an earphone there, is it yours? Yes, sir. If you open it and you see a $50,000 voucher inside, is it yours? Yes, sir. Okay. If you open it and you see a car key inside, is it yours? Yes. What did I, did I have to give you those things individually? No. I just gave you the box. So, if the Holy Ghost has been given to you, he came with his gifts. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let me ask you, do you have the Holy Ghost? Yes, sir. Are you full of the Holy Ghost? Yes, then it, it tells you he came with all that he is. Hallelujah. Stop this, your spare parts thinking. Uh, <laughs> Nigerian mentality thinking. Tokumbo is better than brand new kind of thinking. Stop it. It's not good. You understand? It's follow come. Follow come. The gifts of the Spirit is together with the Holy Ghost. So what we need to establish is number one, are you in grace? Yes, sir. Was grace given to everyone? Yes, sir. Is the Holy Ghost given to everyone? Yes, sir. So is his gift. Wow. <laughs> Including the one that woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You must be taught about this so, so that you can unleash what you already have. Some of you are the answer to your organization from closing from business in 2024. You will foresee it ahead of time and you will tell them, Something is going to happen here. Guys, watch out. What did, what did Joseph? Joseph is not new under new covenant. New covenant. New covenant realities. You have much more. Joseph was not new covenant. He, he saw seven years of, of plenty. He saw seven years of famine. And he advised them accordingly. He said there's a time that is coming that there will be dryness. This is what to do in the seven years. of That's both word of wisdom and word of knowledge. You understand what I'm saying? Word of wisdom, word of knowledge. This is what to do. And then he, had, he advised them. And guess what? Oh, bye. This is good stuff. 
Hey, this is good stuff. Guess what? In those seven years of famine, the whole world was coming to Egypt. Only them had corn and wine. Yes. Only them. Only them had resources in dryness. Ah, uh, you have advantage. Yes, sir. You have advantage. Yes. Use them. Uh, now, be, now, God at least beg you. Use them. Use them. Meditate on these things. Give yourself wholly to them. Now your profiting may appear to all men. Use what you've got. You're not weak like you think. Wait, are you born again? Are you going to heaven? Okay, then you have the gift of the Holy Ghost. And you've got the Holy Ghost. What's missing now is activating what you've got. Living in the consciousness of what you've got. Exercising what you've got. Hello. Hello, church. Yeah. <laughs> pray in the Holy Ghost, everybody. Everybody, pray in the Holy Ghost. And as you pray, expect to receive a word. Just now, in the next three minutes, expect to receive a word. Intentionally pray in the Holy Ghost. Expect to receive a word. For some of you, it might be a word for 2023. Keledes, Pelagiastos, Vrenstos, Gireteastos, Andragis, Kirapakti, Legabandes, Raktos Kilapai, Angratigas, Legataktis Konsulapastos, Gradigas Kosti, Lagabande Konsulapia, Andragescos Konsulapandi. Eke pai tapostos, andradigais kozatasti lapiasto la mondos, andradigas kostela, 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 radigas kostela bandi, letrazis kostela. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now look up at me, everybody. The reason why teaching like this has to come in sequence, in the right kind of sequence, is so that the blocks for your believing is laid properly. So that when you stand, you're not standing on sinking sand. You're standing on sure ground. Amen? Amen. Grace is available to everyone. God gives, gave gifts to men. The first amongst those gifts is the Holy Ghost, which you have. Let me tell you, if you didn't have the Holy Ghost, you are not saved. Amen. Amen. Because the Holy Ghost is the seal. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's the seal of what the Father, the power of God is here. I feel such a great anointing. Glory to God. Amen. And teaching is easy. Amen. So the gift of the Holy Ghost is proof that you're saved. That's why you've got the Holy Ghost. That's proof that you're saved. Because the Holy Ghost came to see what the Father had done. And I told you one time in the ultra the 21 gram series i told you that the seal is so that there be no contamination that can enter your spirit is sealed can't be contaminated same way if this water is sealed you have to puncture something for it to be contaminated amen oh boy thank you lord if you take this water sealed and put it in gutter it's still not contaminated why because it is sealed praise god 
That's the same way the believer in a very volatile and empty world can still not be contaminated. You're sealed. Sealed. So now it is what is in your spirit that is coming out into your soul and your body. Sealed completely. Do you understand what I'm saying? So let me further the, the narrative. Let's go somewhere else. But the power of God is here. I feel such a glorious anointing. Thank you, precious Holy Ghost. Say this with me. The Holy Ghost is my gift. Holy Ghost is my gift. Say it again. Say the Holy Ghost is my gift. Holy Ghost is my gift. We're going to flow in some dimensions today. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Say this with me. I have word of wisdom. I have word of wisdom. I enjoy word of knowledge. I enjoy the word of knowledge. I release word of knowledge. I release word of knowledge. Glory to God. I have the gift of faith. I have the gift of faith. I have the gift of working of miracles. I have the gift of interpretation of tongues. I have tongues and interpretation of tongues. In the name of Jesus, I've got prophecy. Say it, I've got prophecy. Say it, I've got prophecy. In the full measure lives in me. I know the future. I tell the future. I walk into the future with glorious grace. My eyes are open. My ears are open. open. Torment does not come to me suddenly. Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't enter into the power of God is here. You don't enter into sudden, sudden. It just happens suddenly. Not the believer. Nothing takes you by surprise. Let me tell you. Look up at me, everybody. We have lived in such a normal world so much that the normalcy has become our language. Is wrong. The normalcy should not become your language. Imagine, brothers and sisters, all those, go back and read Daniel, go back and just read. Imagine all those things they did. Just imagine that they fit in. They just entered Babylon and just fit in nicely. We are all in trouble. We are all facing scarcity. Everybody is, is confused. <laughs> we don't know what to do. Just imagine that Daniel fits in. The end of Daniel would have been the lion's den. You know? Straight up. Wouldn't it have been a very disastrous end? Then you say bad things happen to good people. That, that would have been the end. And others too would have, would have died in a, in a funny way. You'd have heard of Joseph that he was skinny boned for seven years of famine, you know? Dying of starvation. You'd have seen Joseph, 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 you know, you know, Joseph, Prince. You'd have seen him, not the Prince Joseph. <laughs> not Joseph, Prince. The Prince Joseph of Israel. You'd have seen him, bones, skeleton. I say, ah, but this man is a good man. Ah, he's even the youngest of, you understand, coat of many colors. Ah, this guy, he has a nice upbringing. I know when they, they raise, ah, they raised him, when mother raised him, when. why is he looking this skinny? He's looking unkept. Word of knowledge saved a whole nation. Is it possible that what you are entering, what you have activated, is how your company, some of you is how your family, some of you is how your business, some of you is how your friends will be will be delivered from destruction. Simply because you exist. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Let me show you other scriptures, then we'll just call it a day, I think. Today's John 20 and verse 22. John 20 and verse 22. All right, let's read together. Want to go? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Receive the Holy Ghost. He laid hands on them and breathed on them. Some of you wonder, why, why do pastors, you know, you wonder. <laughs> See it here. <laughs> and said, receive what? So when you say receive something, it means it's a gift. Receive that which has been given to you. Show you another text. Acts 2, 38 and 39. Acts 2, 38 and 39. All right, let's read together. One to go. Everybody together. One to go. See the process. See the procedure. Start. Uh huh. Yeah, continue. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are called, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Stop. How many did he call? How many did the Lord our God call? How many did the Lord our God call? How many did Jesus die for? Is all inclusive of you? Yes, sir. Go to verse 38. It says, and Peter, look at the process. Look at the procedure. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, the incarnation. Jesus came to the earth. All right? For the remission of your sins. Okay? So, here, right here, right here, Jesus Christ, we have Christmas. This is it. Hello, everybody. Can you, can, you, can you pay attention now? This is important. Right there we have Christmas. Guess what? Many people are celebrating Christmas, but the news that their sins are forgiven is strange to them. How dare you celebrate Christmas without this assurance? What are you celebrating really? You wear nice clothes, Christmas shoe, make Christmas hair, go to the movies, you know, visit friends, travel, vacay, you know, go to, you know, just do all of that. In fact, couples will wear matching. Tension everybody. Paint everywhere red. And after the 26th, which is Boxing Day, you open your box gifts and everybody's chilled. You, you sip some wine, you in the movies, and you rest. And then 27, they ask you, are your sins forgiven? I'm not sure. Uh, hi. <laughs> What, what, man, what manner? Why now? Eh, what, what did you just celebrate now? <laughs> eh, we just finished something. 20, yeah, yeah. Are your sins forgiven? Eh, only God knows. Eh? Only God knows. What do you mean by that? Are you going to heaven? Eh, mm, I hope. <laughs> then some people say, if the Lord permits. 
and then look at the procedure. It says, and ye shall, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He didn't say you may. Maybe. He says, if you, you know that your sins are forgiven, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. By all means, you shall, you shall, and you have. I say you have. Do you understand what I'm saying? You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You have received the gift of the Holy Ghost. So the first thing, before you start to think of manifesting his gift, know that the Holy Ghost himself is a gift to you. Say, I have received the Holy Ghost. You see, it becomes easy to manifest that which you have received. You understand? If I came, look, look, look at this. If I came to give you a car, and the car has factory-fitted AC, do you fix factory-fitted AC again? No. What you need to know is how to turn on the button. You understand what I'm saying? You don't go around, listen, look at what's happening. People have the factory-fitted AC. It's installed. They drive around sweating, sweating, cleaning, sweat. You know, putting their head out of the window to receive some fresh air. Then they are, they are being disturbed by the noise of the honking and all of that. Oga, do you have manual in that car? Do you have manual? Can you stop this ignorance and just sit down? Something, things are going bad. Look at what's happening. I'm telling you, I'm... Is this helping anybody? Yes, so now you have dressed up. Ah, I like to use all these ladies. So see, she's going for one of her nice, you know, MVCA, MVMACA <laughs> stuff. Yeah. She has dressed, you know, you know, Fabina, cock, you know, everything. She's ready to go, makeup, everything is done. She's ready to go. Then she enters a car. And then as she's driving, hey. oh, yeah, glory. Hey. Then you know what? Let's assume, let's assume now so that, so that we can be discussing. <laughs> let's be discussing the prophecy as we're going. <laughs> so let's assume now that it's like a Lambo or a Ferrari. One hey. You know? Now she has, she has entered the vehicle. Well, you know, there are buttons everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. She has looked like this. Okay, where, where's the key? She finally managed to start the car. Now the car started, and you hear, pur, 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 pur. you know, those, they, they, are, <laughs> they, are, they, are, they have mature sound. Pur, 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 pur. It's not like, <laughs> I'm not yabbing anybody, amen? But when you hear the, the revving, you know, sometimes when they pass you on the freeway, your heart's like literally, ah, ah. and then one day, myself and my wife, I, I need to yab you small. Myself and my wife were driving, and then one of those cars passed. Not even a G-Wagon. Not one of those is like a Chevrolet or something, but a very high-end one. Passed, right? And they passed, it passed with that sound, like heavy sound. And then my wife said, ah, what's that? Does he have to make that kind of noise? So I told her, no. You know, she... I'm yabby, I'm yabby. Hey, you know... Don't, you know, hey, hey, hey. You're my, you're my baby, amen. He said, ah, don't, 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 
Does he have to make that kind of net? I said, baby, no. The, <laughs> the car itself, that's the norm. He was, once he revs, that is the noise he makes normally. You understand? He, he's not showing off that he has a nice car. That's just the sound. Sorry, you know? That's just the sound he makes. <laughs> Amen. You know, so she said, oh, okay, okay. I can't remember how that conversation ended. <laughs> but my point was, it doesn't, you know, he's not showing off. So she enters the vehicle, and then she closes everywhere. Now she wants to drive. She starts to drive, and then imagine her in a nice outfit, nice ride, you know. And then now she's sweating. Makeup is everything. No AC. Wait now. Follow the narrative. No AC. So she's, she's sweating everywhere. There's sweat everywhere. And then she's now, you know, she's angry. She's, she now has to wind down a Lamborghini. You know, there are some things you shouldn't see. <laughs> so she winds down. And then now she's now looking for air, you know, because now the car is small. So you know what we need to do? What we need to do is not sell the car. No, don't sell the car. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with the car. Get manual, manual. Those of you who like to act on things before you read the manual, like me. You get a phone, what's the manual? I beg, I can figure it out. Blah, blah, blah. Then you now get stuck. Any witness? Then you now say, let me go back to the manual. <laughs> so we give out the manual. And we say, the, but, the button for the AC is just right under the steering. She didn't know. All she needed was the manual. What I'm here to tell you is that this suffering that people are suffering in this life. Take book, 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 Bible. Hmm? See manual. Manual says you have the gifts of the Holy Ghost. Carry gifts. Use gifts. Then we'll stop explaining all these stories that touch. Amen. Amen. And the last time I checked is for everyone. The one who just came into salvation, now, 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 it's for him. You that have been there 20 years, it's for you. Everybody. Say this with me I've got gifts. I've got gifts. I've got the gifts of the Spirit. I've got the gifts of the Spirit. Because I have the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Rejoice. Glory to God. Do you understand what I'm saying? So now, I know that one of the gifts, look at this. So it ceases to be just a cliche thing that you are born again. One of the gifts of the Spirit is comfort. And comfort is not sorry. Comfort is new pictures. So where is that depression coming from? Do you understand? You have religion, Holy Ghost, that slaps you. You don't have the gift of the Holy Ghost that comforts you. I'm telling you, I'm not because I'm superior to anybody, because I'm still growing in this thing myself. But it's been a long time since I've been depressed. Amen? Amen. When I say it's been a long time, it's been years since I've been depressed. No, you didn't hear me. Years. And that's not to say I have all the money. You understand what I'm saying? That's not to say my account is always full. That's just to tell you I know the Holy Ghost. And he does a good job. Yes, sir. And he's giving me great comfort. I get what I'm saying? 
Now, it's one thing to have him. It's another thing to engage him. So if you're not engaging, wow. that's, that's, that's wow. the other thing. Say, I've got the gift of the Holy Ghost. So, you know what? The gift I want to give you this Christmas, amen, how many of you love me? The gift I want to give you this Christmas is enjoying the ministry of the Spirit. Love walked here to give you a gift. That gift comes into your life with his gifts. Let me tell you, the Holy Ghost is so wise. If you listen to him, he will make you a genius. Pay attention to him, he will make you a genius. He knows where the lost fires are. He knows. He knows. He knows where the lost fires are. He knows. I say he knows. And he knows where your business partners are. And he knows who you should be doing business with and who you shouldn't. Who you should be marrying and who you shouldn't. He knows what church you should be attending. He knows. He knows. If you listen to him, he'll make you a genius. He knows the business you should be doing. He knows. You didn't just receive a religion. You received an active Holy Ghost. He lives and dwells in you. And the best gift that you can have this Christmas is to have the Holy Ghost in your consciousness. You understand? Let him comfort you. Not by crying pitiful. The power of God is here. Word of wisdom. Word of knowledge. You know things before they happen. I guess what I'm saying. You just know. By the Spirit. You are ahead. <laughs> Always ahead of the curve. Before something happens, it doesn't take you by surprise. Let me tell you what's happening. So people have things they're not using. That's why it looks like they don't have it. You have it. And let me tell you, that you've not been using it, it's not time to condemn yourself. It's, the Bible says, if, you, if any of you lacks wisdom, that word lacks wisdom, is that you left it behind. Because you can't lack what you already have. You have it, but you left it behind. Same way I can leave my key, the key to my car behind, what you simply do is go back and take it. So this thing we're teaching you now, it's not, it's not for you to sit down and say, hey, yeah, hey, see the whole of 22, P.O.D., why didn't you preach this message at the beginning of the year? Why now? Where you are right now, huh? where you are right now, the power of God is still working actively in your circumstance. And let me tell you one thing, you, you, listen, you, lost years is not lost years to the God. Lost days is not lost. Start this thing. See how he compresses time for you. Eh? One year progress in one week, in one month. I'm prophesying now. You know, I said I'm prophesying now. I'm not just teaching, I'm prophesying now. You understand? So we, are, we use this gift. He's giving to us. So we use, we use him. And we say amen. amen. I got to close. Pray in the Holy Ghost, everybody. I, I got to close. My time is up. I got to close now. My time is up. I want you to pray out loud, everybody. Now, now look up at me. Look up at me. When you pray in the Spirit, always have a purpose. Sometimes you're praying in the Holy Ghost for your edification. Just to rejoice in the Lord and just, you know, and just, you know, celebrate Him. And you should have that a lot. 
Just rejoice. Not you're praying, you're not praying for any need or anything. You're just rejoicing in the Lord, ministering to him and having him minister back to you. And there are other times when you're you're praying and and it's for vision. Your eyes are open to see. Your ears are open and you hear. The Bible says you hear a voice behind you telling you, This is the way, walk in it. Let me tell you, the advantage that all of us have right now, sitting in this room, is not economic indices. It's the Holy Ghost. He will lead you and guide you in the way you should go. It will be so clear. And we're not just talking about damage control Holy Ghost, who, as you left, the accident happened. That's good. We're also talking about constructive creativity where we are advancing things and moving things forward and showing a nation how to live and giving people blueprints, you know, structures for how to build systems and structures. You understand? For how to develop templates for the future. And that thing lives in you. That structure, that... Listen, say this with me. I have super intelligence. I have superior intelligence. By the Holy Ghost. Yeah, you have. You have. Amen. Um, Queen, do you have the gift of the Spirit? A gift? Did He come with His gifts? Word of wisdom? Word of knowledge? All available to you? Yeah. So, let me tell you what's going to happen all through. I, this one I just did is introduction. What's going to happen all through the month? We'll have services where you will minister to yourselves. You understand what I'm saying? You minister to yourselves. Prophesy to yourselves. And watch the trajectory. See how your life takes off. You understand? And you who is full of the Holy Ghost will go back to your business and minister to it. And the Spirit of God will guide you. And it's not spookiness. He will guide you. And how to, how to invest. Where to invest. This thing about believers losing money in MMM. Losing money in MMM. Hmm? A new pyramid scheme comes out. And then there's a hustle culture. And then you blindly put... Listen, these are part of the things that have put pressure on you. And you blindly put your whole savings. Two million naira. You take it and you put. And now, three months down the line, the guy has turned off his phone. He has gone. Ah, ah, where is my investment? Gone. Now, all the people that you are, that are your business partners, they are still calling you. Pressure everywhere. Now, pressure everywhere. You can't even hear the word of God anymore. If <laughs> pastor is going, come to church, come to the ah, pastor. If you know, if you know what's doing me. But in the first place, how did our money enter there? Now, I'm, 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 look, hear me, you, you know, hear me. I'm showing you what's available. I'm not telling you that even I have not made the mistake. <laughs> but I'm telling you we have something superior. You know what business to do, what investment. You would be led and guided by the Spirit. Rise to your feet, everybody. What you have learned, put it to practice. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the gift of the Spirit. Thank God that love walked here and love has given me gifts. Everybody out loud.
I want you to focus and pray in the spirit, everybody. Thank you for engaging with us in this episode. We trust that your life has been beautified. If you'd like to share what Jesus is doing in your life with this ministry, please write to us at hello.blueprintstories.org. You can visit our website at www.blueprintstories.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Blueprints Church and on Instagram at The Blueprints Church. Share.